today's Leading Women episode 164. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Samantha Gregory. Samantha Gregory is a published author, speaker, and empowerment coach who has been impacting lives of women, especially single moms, for the last decade. She blogs at richsinglemama.com, where she writes about personal finance, parenting, personal development, and affordable travel for single moms. Her mission is to encourage, inspire, and empower moms and all women out there who are hungry for happiness, abundance, and personal freedom. Women of the world, Ms. Samantha Gregory. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. It's so good to be here. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited as well. So, Samantha, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge, and the experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? My business, I started about uh, 10 years ago. I had an idea that I wanted to write a book for single moms and share with them my journey and how I navigated from being totally clueless to and, and broke <laughs> to making more money and really creating the life that I want. So uh, that first book was 100 Secrets of Successful Single Motherhood. And it was pretty simple for me to start it because I already had a clue, already made a list. And so I basically put it in the book format. I guess the business part of it is the publishing it, self-publishing it, and then actually selling the book. And so I took, I just I did a lot of research. And I think that's really important when you're starting a business to do the research, to find out what's already out there, um, what tools you need and going forward from there. And so after that, I got the book published. I did the design for the cover and I found a place to get it printed. And it was pretty, it wasn't as expensive as I thought it would be, which is really great. So it was kind of a low cost business to get into the, the really hard part or challenging part just is the, is the writing part. And from there, I began to tell people about the book, sell some copies and really position myself as an expert. And I think that's one of the really important things to do also when you're establishing a business is you have to get people, you have to get customers. And so they, you want to make yourself the go-to person for whatever issue or problem that they're facing or what, and, and be the solution that they need. So that's my big entry into um, 
my current business. I was in business before, did desktop publishing, and it was mostly a word of mouth business where I did graphic design, um, newsletter development, and a couple of other things, reports, stuff like that for other clients. And it was something I wanted to do because I really wanted to be home with my daughter. And that's always been my driving force behind having my own business, um, building new businesses and really getting in the trenches and doing the work because being with my children is the most important thing for me because I want to be the, the most powerful and influential force in their life. So that's how I got started. Now I, I've written another book. I am also doing some speaking behind that and I'm doing some coaching and mentoring of single moms. So it's kind of a three in one type of business, but it's, it's what I'm passionate about. I, I truly love it. And I'm always open to sharing and helping other people, whether it's single moms find their own niche and and start their own business or women who are at home, women who are just tired of the rat race and really want to get out on their own. So I guess I do a bit of consulting as well, too. But so that's in a nutshell, kind of how I got started, where I am now and, and what I hope to do in the future. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business. You cover it all and I love hearing about how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that from you as well. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? Oh, wow. The defining, I think there are two, but the first thing and foremost, like I said before about my children, when I had my daughter, I I was working. She came into the world. I had like six weeks off, of course. That's the standard in corporate America. And I could not bear to leave her. Even though I had a great support system, I just still wanted to be there with her and see all the milestones and be the person that she looked at and saw every single day. So that for me was a defining moment. Um, the second one, which is where I am in my business now, is Looking at all the women who seem to be stuck, frozen in in some type of bondage and not really sure about the direction of their life, especially if they're a single mom, because it feels like they didn't know that there were options. And so I wanted to help give them options and show them there's so much more you can do with your life. Um, I've been there. I've been where you are. I know what you're feeling. And I really want to be a driving force, a catalyst for change in your life. So that for me was a, a, a pretty defining moment. And seeing that you don't have to struggle because there were so many women struggling uh, with different issues that they were facing. And the biggest struggle, of course, was, was with money. And I, so I decided, OK, I'm going to have to do something about this. I've, I've been learning a lot along the way. I've been in accounting. I've done my own budgets. I've I've managed to get to where I want to be in life. So let me help more women get to where they want to be and, and see that there are options and you can do what you want to do. 
Wow, what a great story that uh, that you've just shared there, Samara. I, I love when you said about you know wanting you, your desire to see these women uh, to help these women, show them that there are options out there to you know to whatever they're struggling right now, for example, that there are options uh, options that are, you are providing that for them, and that was how you got started, how you got into the idea of okay, maybe there are people out there that I can help with the skills yes. that you have that you can leverage. So thank you for sharing that because for our listeners out there, you know. If you know that you have something, some value or something that you can, you know, share other people and that you know that can help them, bring it out there. You know, be brave enough to bring it out there because you never know who is gonna be that person are gonna be able to help. And that's somehow or more often that's how the idea comes and that's how you know, we are going. We go into business and of course one of the driving factor is you know being wanting to be with our children. I mean I could totally understand you and you know must really be hard to be away with your baby for example. So mm-hmm. that's one of the driving force for us being for a lot of us who are who want to go in business. So thank you for sharing this because I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that what you've just shared. Oh, now, definitely. What was that vision, you know, that you, you know, that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? The vision that drives me to success day in and day out is um, I like to say that I am building my empire. I am doing what I can to create the life that I want, to have the freedom that I want, to live anywhere I want to live in the world, to show my children that they have options in the world. They don't have to follow this traditional path of um, college and then corporate and then years of grinding it out, working for someone else. Um, you could have a full, authentic life and you can actually thrive. And so that's the message I want to give my children first. And then second, give to other women who have a dream, who but feel, but don't either don't know where to find the answers, don't know that there are options, um, and that they, but they can figure it out. They can do what they need to do in order to reach their goals. So those are my driving forces. Um, I get people who ask me questions all the time. Well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And how do you mean, how do you maintain your life and be so busy, but still be happy? And for me, it's because I found this freedom in being in business for myself and feeling like I am of the corporation of me. And when I share my gifts and talents with the world, um, I'm able to transform and change lives of the people that I meet every single day, because I believe that every person that, I, that asks me a question where I was meant to meet that person and give them some type of hope and encouragement, because my goal is to encourage, inspire and empower women to recognize their worth, embrace their freedom and attract love and wealth. That's to me is big. It's huge because, again, so many women feel that they don't have um, the option. They don't have the freedoms. They don't have uh, a sense of self-worth and confidence to, to be able to be happy, reach their dreams and goals and still have the family and life that they want. 
So that definitely driving force for me. Wow, what a compelling vision that you've just shared there. I mean, you know, building, uh, creating the kind of life that you want and showing your children there are options out there. And then also transcending beyond yourself, beyond your children by giving other women these options and helping them um, realize that it is possible to achieve whatever those dreams are whatever it is that they want in life you know what that is such an, a compelling vision was a profound vision and you know for our listeners out there the takeaway here is that create something create a vision for yourself and for your business that inspires you on a daily basis you know that something that gives you direction something that motivates you because especially when those days that come when you be meeting a lot of challenges because there are going to be challenges along the way but when you have this vision when you have this inspiration you know something that gives you direction you will you, you, you won't deter you. Those challenges not going to hinder you, but instead it will just make you even stronger. So thank you for sharing that vision. And I can see that for yourself. What a great uh, way that you have this and for, for women to know that there are someone like you there who can inspire them, who can help them see those possibilities in them. All right, now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I'd say that my top three, the first is curiosity. I'm always very curious about what's going on in the world, what's happening um, doing research to discover new trends, um, things that will help me and benefit my business, will benefit my family life, will just add more value and quality to my life. That I think just having that spirit of um, curiosity, because if I didn't, I would not be where I am today. I, when I was younger, and still today, I love to read. And for me, that helps feel that curious um, part of myself because I got to learn about so many different things. And that goes into the second thing is, is that desire and thirst for knowledge and learning and really understanding the world around me, the people around me and getting using what I've learned to translate and, and into my business and in a way that made sense for me. Um, and I think finally, being ambitious, I I have had such a drive for success, for excellence, and not perfection so much, but just excellence and doing the best that I can in whatever I ch- whatever I do, because the drive, uh, I'm sorry, the the curiosity, the desire to learn, is all held up by this drive and, and ambition to make my life a success to teach my children what it means to be successful. And for me, that simply means reaching the goals that you've set for yourself and never giving up until you've actually reached those goals, starting with that decision. I got to make decisions about how I want my life to look. And then in making, after I make that decision, I start taking steps to take me to the place I am wanting to go. And I have to get up every day and say, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is going to be an awesome day. It's going to be amazing. This is what's going to happen. My list is made. My mind is made up. 
and I'm going to go forward and I'm going to do one, two, three little things to reach that goal. So all those things combined have really helped me to be as successful as I've been become over the last few years. So that's curiosity, desire to learn, being ambition, having that drive for success and excellence and not giving up. Wow, great lessons there. And the good news is for our listeners that these traits, these qualities that Samantha just shared with us, we can all cultivate them. We can all adapt them in our lives and learn from them. You know, these traits that, that help her succeed, we can learn from them and adapt it as it is, as it applies to our business or in our lives. And I'm sure all of these three, we can all learn from, we can all use them. So that's curiosity, that desire to learn, that drive for being ambitious you know having that drive for to succeed and to and for for excellence and of course not giving up because that's really important all right now let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs we face daily challenges that define mm-hmm. our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, I think one of the challenges I faced in becoming an entrepreneur was just lack of self-confidence. I wasn't sure all the time. I was afraid a lot, but I continued to reach out to learn, to discover how to do a certain task or how to set up my business or how to get the book published um, and, and work through those issues as they as I face them. One thing I've always done, even when I was going through personal issues, was to learn how to, I guess, compartmentalize my business or education from my personal life and personal issues because I guess it was kind of an oasis for me. It helped me get get through or get past the problems but by focusing on the things that I wanted. Um, so even though I had a little bit of self-confidence issues, I still kept pushing forward and until I learned what I needed to know, because sometimes you don't know what you don't know. But if you keep looking and searching, you'll find out um, the best route to take, the best um, the, just how, how to do what you need to do, um, regardless of the challenges that you're facing at that moment. So that was really big. Um, of course, with a lot of people, entrepreneurs, especially the cash flow, sometimes that was just really stressful. And but I, I had to figure out, well, how are you going to manage this cash flow issue? So I would take on other other work as far as freelance work. Sometimes I would go back into corporate America just to pad my savings so I could be ready when um, I was, when it was time for another big client to service. So sometimes it was a cash flow thing. Um, other times it was just people not understanding what I was doing because as an entrepreneur, I didn't have a storefront or anything like that. I always worked from home. And so by being home, people thought I wasn't really doing anything. So, and, and that could be frustrating, but um, I had to learn that I don't really have to explain what I'm doing as long as I'm paying my bills, as long as my kids are healthy and happy and clothed and have shelter over their heads. It's okay. 
So I had to that. So that challenge of dealing with other people's expectations and um, their lack of understanding and what I was doing, that was something that I worked through as well. So I think that whenever you have a dream, you're going to encounter people who don't understand it. They'll try to um, dampen it. They'll try to talk you out of it. But you have to keep moving forward and you have to really make the commitment to being or, or staying in your business. So that was that's those three things. I mean, they really they, they really tried me. They made me stronger. Um, but I I don't think I would change it either, because now I know what to tell other women who are wanting to start their own business, I will tell them there are challenges. You will, it will not be perfect. It won't necessarily be easy. There will be some months where you won't have a client, but through it all, if you continue to do what you love to do, then the clients will come You'll attract the right people. The money will start to flow. And all the people who had issues and problems or who doubted you, they'll start being, being a believer. So, you know, don't worry about the challenges. They come as part of your growth. It makes you stronger and it gives you a story to tell when you're when you're retired. <laughs> That's all I can say. Wow. What a great lesson in uh, lessons in what you've just shared. And I totally can relate to the, those challenges that you've shared. You know, this lack of self-confidence, you know, lack this doubts, this overcoming, this fear, overcoming these worries. They are part of being in business, especially in the beginning when you seem to not know what you're supposed to know and i believe that every one of us goes through that that um, through through that process and the other one that you've shared is of course having that cost flow so it's really important for our listeners out there who are thinking of going into business to have that financial cushion if you are still on a job continue with that job create a business on the side so that you have that stability you have the security in your mind that you have something that you can tap into because there are expenses that are incurred in building a business so don't jump into business not prepared financially because it's really important and the third one is to how you know understanding that or you know people not understanding what you're doing and i totally resonate with you here because first of all i i never grew up in with entrepreneurs around me. So entrepreneurship was an alien to me and my family as well. So when I told them I was doing this and they have no clue what it is and they think that I am I am alien to them. I mean, like, what is them doing? They couldn't comprehend. But then, I, you know, I believe in what I was doing. And I said, okay, I didn't expect them to understand me. But you know what? For our listeners out there, if you, if you, you believe in what it is that you're doing and you know that you are providing value in whatever it is that you are putting out there, don't be discouraged when people seem to not understand you because there will come a, a way, there come a time that they will. So these challenges that uh, share that Samantha just shared with us, learn from them, learn to, because that's a good thing when when people like Samantha are sharing their challenges and how they overcome them, we learn from each other and we can help each other because we are learning from each other. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, now, Samantha, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance 
particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Hmm, that's an awesome question. I, I used to try to balance everything and it drove me crazy. And, and not to say that it, it was impossible, but it, I simply had to look at my own personality type and look at my family dynamics and, and really kind of experiment with what would work for me and my, and my family. And I've learned that there are times, long spans of time sometimes when I may not, I'll be so focused on building my business that other parts of my life may look like they're being neglected. But my thing is, as long as my children have me in their presence, they see me, they can touch, they can talk to me when they need to, then the work that I'm doing, maybe a little 70 or 80% of my time, that will be okay. And especially if I explain to them, because they're older, I have teens now, so you know they kind of have their own life and, and they understand things better. So... Um, versus when they were younger, when they may not have understood too much, but even when they were younger, I would just put them on my lap while I was working and let them, you know, either color or, you know, talk or hug or cuddle or whatever it was. So that was a time. And so I'm learning that it's more the quality of time than the quantity of time that matters most. And so I'm also, I've also implemented vacation time. So when I'm on vacation, I spend time with them and I don't, even though I'll take my laptop, check email, maybe once a day, I'm still committed to spending the time with them. And so that quant, the quality of time that fills them up and it lasts much longer than if I didn't do it at all. And I spent all my time working and, or, or tried to fit in a whole bunch of time, but it wasn't really quality time. So that's, that's been Part of how I've been able to manage the work-life balance is not always an every day or every week thing, but I've scheduled time to spend with my children. And that's mostly on the weekends. During the week, I spend a lot of time working, but I also spend time on certain nights. We watch a television show. We may go to the movies. There, there are some few things that we, we implement in there. Now, the time for myself, that made that feels a little bit off balance right now, but I've made a conscious effort to reduce my me time until I've gotten my business to a place where I want it to be for, you know, in the next few months. And then after that, then I'll have the more me time. So my spending time with my kids take more priority over my me time. Um, I use the mornings to meditate. So I guess that kind of is my me time. So I have the time to do that in the evening. Um, after I'm, when I'm settled down and I'm ready for bed, then I'll use that time as well to decompress. Um, I also utilize some health um, supplements. I use magnesium and I use, um, a, a, sometimes I take valerian or some other natural supplement to help me de-stress, to reduce my 
the, the, the running wheels in my mind at night when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and, it, and it really, really helps. And I get a really great night's sleep now. Whereas before, I was just really, really stressed. I was wound up really tight. But then I rediscovered these natural supplements and they just helped me tremendously. And so I feel more alive and refreshed and happy because I've, I've taken that time. And I suppose that is my me time, my self-care, the way I do self-care. So it, the work-life balance, that, that can be challenging, but you have to figure out what works for you, what works for your family, what kind of um, demands you're willing to place on yourself and your family. And come to an agreement with them, whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you really have to look at it realistically, look at your patterns of behavior and implement changes where you need to and give yourself a whole lot of slack in the other areas of your life. So, you know, I think that all in all, you can do it, but you have to really um, you can't look at other people and what they're doing. You have to look at what works for you. So I think that's really the key to work-life balance. Yes, well said. And you know what? The bottom line here, like what just Samantha said, is to really figuring out what works for you because everybody's different. You know, everybody's mm -hmm. situation is different. So we don't have to make this one way too complicated. I mean, there are little ways that you can uh, deal with this and figure out what's working for you and your family. And it's not just about the time, but it, the quantity, but it's the quality of time that you're spending, for example, with yourself, with your business and your family in general. So make time for those that are important to you. You, but work around your situation at the moment little ways little things that you can do to take care of yourself are important like meditation that what, what uh, samantha does you know having this uh, supplements for example that will help you distress and may have get you a good night's sleep those are small things that we can do so it doesn't have to be a big thing and of course to carve out time for those that are important because it's really you know, the bottom line here to really carve out time that to spend to those that are important to you and we you know we all we have business to take care of and it requires a lot of our effort but at the same time there we also have a life and a family outside our business so it's really important not to neglect this area so thank you for sharing your take on that and also your tips because those are really helpful for our listeners excellent Thank All you. right. Now, Samantha, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Wow, that's um, an excellent question. If I were to go back into um, before I became an entrepreneur, I would definitely choose a business that I absolutely love. Um, and, and when I think I did that, but I will also get more information, more, um, guidance. Um, I, I'm really an information junkie, but I, but actually talking to someone and getting input and guidance from a mentor, that's one of the number one things I would do because it is so the, the information you get from someone who's been in the trenches and who knows is so invaluable. 
So I would definitely say to get a mentor and ask as many questions as you can, get as much input as you can, and then develop a plan. Now, I'm not saying you have to do a long, drawn-out business plan, but at least write down on paper how you want to, what kind of business you want to have, who your who your target customers or clients are, how you want to um, market your business, and how you want to serve those people once you have them as customers. That's so important to really be clear on that so you're not, you know, um, floundering around, not knowing what to do or, or you know, you, and you waste time, you lose time in all the details. So definitely getting as much feedback as you can. Also making a plan for your business and then finally do it. Action is the most important thing you can do for your business because we can get so lost in the analysis paralysis and we, we find so many ways to not get started. But it's so important to get started and try and fail, try and fail, try and fail again, because that's where, you, where all the lessons are. And once you've done that, you, you can say without a shadow of a doubt, I know where my business was, where it is now, and I'm happy with it. And if you need to make changes, make changes. Because my thing is, life is one big experiment, one big lab. You can do it no matter how nervous you may feel, how inadequate you may feel. You can do it. You just simply have to give it a try and take action. And that's what I would want to leave your, the, the listeners Wow, great takeaway, Sarah, for our listeners to take action on today. So, you know, I love those tips that you've just shared, you know, and especially when it's about choose a business that you absolutely love and to get guidance, you know, find a mentor, get a coach that will help you, that will guide you, not only, you know, shortcut your learning curve, but also to be, to help you move from plan A to plan B, whatever it is that you want to go in your business. And the other one is to create a plan and be clear in, on what it is that you, what your business is and the uh, and the most important thing is to take action on it i mean it is it is in the doing it's not in the thinking but it's in, in the doing that's the taking action part that makes a big difference so mm-hmm. thank you for sharing those that was huge uh, takeaways there for our listeners now what's one favorite business resource that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that's that you can uh, share our listeners with Hmm. That is. Oh, wow. Um, one resource. I, I, I'm just lost without my computer and the internet. <laughs> Those are the two things that I really absolutely have to have. Um, and they're my biggest resource and my moneymaker because I use it to create products and services to create my book, write my books and do everything. Um, I, so, so, and, and, and of course the easy access to information through the internet, that those are the two things that really drive my business. And so I think, um, without them, I'd be pretty lost. I could definitely use pen and paper and I could definitely go to the library and get the information I look, I'm needing, but those two things have really made my life and my business much more convenient and manageable and just pleasurable. So 
those are my two biggest resources. Absolutely, and I'm sure uh, every one of us who can, can imagine ourselves without it because it's our, the foundation of our business. So yes, of course, it's a great resource that we have to have for our business. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Sure. Um, actually, I just finished reading one fantastic book. It's called The War of Art. Um, I, I'm the, the author's name escapes me and I, I hope I can remember it, but the, the war of art is all about being, um, real and true in business. Finally moving from the hobby stage to a true professional business. And when I read that book, I, cause even though I've been in business for a while, I wasn't really taking it as seriously as I could have taken it, taken it. And so after reading the book, I've, I've just learned to develop the mindset, a very corporate mindset when it comes to my small business, even though I'm not a big corporation, even though I want to have all those, the resources and millions of dollars yet, um, I still have to treat my business as if I'm running a large corporation, be show up, do the work, get paid. Those are the Three, top three things that they brought out in the book. And I'm just so happy that I actually read it and it really put things in perspective for me. So I definitely encourage people to get the book, The War the um, war of Art. Yes, it's Great The book. War of Art by uh, Stephen Pressfield. And it is interesting because you are the second person today that recommended it. And I really? highly recommend that book. I mean, it's a short read and it really has golden nuggets in there that you yes. can, uh, yeah, learn from. So that's The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Yes. Last but not the least, Samantha, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and then we'll end from there. The one big benefit you can get from my my book, is, which is called No More Crumbs, How to Stop Dating and Mating for Crumbs and Get the Cake You Deserve in 10 Crucial Steps, is really how to stop living a life of mediocrity and um, accepting less than the best for yourself. And not just in dating and relationships, but also in business and also in every other area of your life. Because as women, we take so much. We allow so many different people to come in to give us less than their very best when we are always giving our best. And so by reading that book, and by also being coached by me, you're going to learn your true value. You're going to learn that you have what it takes to be the absolute best in your life and, and really understand just how powerful you are, not just in business, but in your marriage, in your dating relationships, in your, um, your role as a mother or aunt or sister. Women are powerful. And that is one the one thing I really want to stress. You are powerful. You don't have to accept crumbs in your life. You can accept expect the very best from others because you expect the very best in yourself. So I just want to encourage every woman who's listening to own your power, to use it for good, definitely use it for good, but also make sure that your daughters, your nieces, all the other women in your life recognize their own power as well. Because as we 
recognize and embrace our power, we're able to empower other people and give them so much more in life and, and actually have such a more fulfilling and satisfactory life. So I just encourage you all to own your power, ladies, and learn how to fly. All right. And your book is No More Crams, How no to more Stop. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then where can they, can they get that one from your site, from Amazon or... They can get it from Amazon. Um, I, if they like an autographed copy, they can definitely order it from my website, samanthagregory.com. And, um, you know, yeah, they can just... Amazon is really the best place to get the book, actually. Um, but I'm, I'm more than happy to share more with their groups or organizations in form of speaking, um, writing articles. However I can help, I'm more than happy to help. Yeah, so that's samanthagregory.com. So for our listeners out there, make sure to go to their site and order her book, No More Crumbs. And also you can get them from amazon.com and also check the other services, the other products that Samantha has installed for you. So that link again is samanthagregory.com. And by the way, for our listeners out there, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Samantha Gregory or just type in her name Samantha Gregory on the search bar and it will find it for you but again that link is samanthagregory.com make sure to pick up her book No More Cramps I love the title Samantha thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on your show. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.